Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review on WAYOLP Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Freaking Spotify, and Freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is Sandy the Sandman Vargas. Then we have freaking Doug the Slug freaking Jordan, and freaking Teddy Richard bringing up the freaking rear. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel start your freaking engines this is our week in freaking review <gasps> weakers tweakers thrill freaking seekers it has been one week since we last spoke and i find myself in a serene picture all around me jeering and cheering and excitement I am placed at the head of a great table and it appears a a feast has just occurred now what is this a great glowing beautiful glistening cake is marched out in front of me placed before my very eyes. The jeering and cheering continues. It builds. A song is sung. My name it is heard. And I am most excited and I am most enthralled in this great celebration. And though these candles are numerous, I count 40 odd. I am excited for the next years to come. A great breath I inhale in my lungs. And just as I'm about to exhale those lungs upon that great cake, I notice something strange about these candles. Forty odd. And with my bated breath held closely inside, I peer forward, notice these candles are actually tiny little men carrying flaming torches. Well, I suddenly have no breath. I am unable to breathe. These men marched from the cake and began to double, triple, quadruple in size and number. Well, I start to run quickly and after me they chase. As I look behind me, I see their great leader, a great figure, a face, the long, protruding nose, wispy eyebrows, and wispy balding hair. And in his hand, he carries a scepter. And I see who this man is. Dawson. Dawson is back. Evan Dawson points forward with his great scepter and his troops rush upon me. With every inch of breath, I try to blow out these great torches, but they have become too virulent, too strong. And in my last dying breath, I feel the heat 
of that flame cast itself upon me. Thought I'd get that off my chest, top of the hour. What um? What do you want us to say? I what want you-, you guys to be honest with you. I want you to say happy birthday. Everybody forgot my birthday. It was just this past Sunday. We're recording this on Monday. That was yesterday. So. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. Um, I, I, freaking, I, I, uh, didn't freaking forget to say freaking happy birthday. I freaking specifically freaking, uh, chose not to, um, because I was supposed to, I was, um, I was in the very early stages of planning a, a freaking surprise party. And then I freaking forgot. Well, yeah, I called you and, um, and actually, you were very drunk last night. I called you because I was waiting for my phone call, my birthday phone call. And I was actually hoping for my birthday tickles. And I called you, and you were very freaking drunk. And you said, Taylor, um, it, it, uh, I know it's um, your, uh, your birthday. And I said, yes, thank you, Sandy. And then you said, I wasn't wishing you a happy birthday. Yeah. And then you um, rambled on about a big surprise that we would all see soon. Yeah. Um, a lot of things I want to freaking touch on. First of all, you freaking interrupted me, uh, just then, um, which I don't care if it is your freaking birthday. Um, don't ever freaking do that. Well, yesterday um, was my birthday. You're doing it again. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. second of all, um, I was, I was irritated because when you freaking called, uh, you had interrupted me. I was freaking playing with myself. Um, um, and quite an enjoyable freaking session, uh, as it freaking were, uh, up until, um, the set of freaking interrupts in, um, which, uh, I wasn't even able to be, get freaking, I wasn't, I, I played with it for a little bit longer, but I couldn't make a damn thing freaking happen with it. Um, the sound of your voice immediately, um, uh, shrunk, um, shrunk my freaking member, my freaking Dangley Johnson. Um, I, yeah, I went freaking soggy on myself a little bit. Um, well, I do appreciate you picking up nonetheless. Um, and then third of all, I want to, uh, for weakers and tweakers out there, I want to, uh, make it clear that I have never freaking offered freaking birthday freaking tickles to you. Um, and I don't know why you'd freaking say that. I wouldn't, I have never, um, I've never freaking, I don't, I've never freaking tickled anybody in my freaking life. Well, that, that might not be exactly true, but geez, Louise down on my knees. God bless you. And thank you for all coming here and celebrating my birthday on this great belated birthday that it is. And God bless you all. Now, geez, Louise down on my knees, freaking Doug, the slug, freaking Jorgen, Jorgen, geez, Louise, Doug Jordan. How was your week? How you doing? How are you? And God bless you. Uh, thank you uh, for the introduction. And, um, um, yeah, I'm okay. Week was fine. Uh, not horny, uh, at the at the present moment, and I uh, wish you would stop asking me that every every week. Um, but yeah, I'm fine. Not a whole lot, you know, working. Well, tell Weakers and Tweakers a little bit about the Joyce Whalen, the Choice Whalen situation, I should say. Yeah, so Choice Whalen is um is a guy who runs a popular uh, blog who happened to have come to my restaurant and reviewed it and gave it a terrible review. And uh, 
you decided to invite him back again for a second showing. Yeah. For a second showing. And, um, I wouldn't let him in the restaurant. And for Wiggers and Tweegers, I want to paint a little picture of what Joyce Whalen looks like. He is a darkly handsome man with very vibrant shirts, very tight fitting, vibrant shirts and tight fitting, sparkly pants. And he drives a Lamborghini and he shows up in that Lamborghini and geez, Louise down to my knees. Doug Jordan says, quick, go lock the door. And I said, but choice is outside. I'm not going to lock the door. Choice is waiting. And Doug rushes from the back of the house to the front of the house, locks the door and says, we're closed, closed for business until further notice. There were people eating inside the restaurant. Well, I mean, you know, I let them continue eating and then paid their bill. But yeah, I didn't want I didn't want them to come into the restaurant. Well, nonetheless, I felt an obligation to fulfill thine duty to Choice Wayland. And I stepped out for a brief sabbatical, sabbatical and went for a ride with him. And he gave me a one on one interview. And he says, if it doesn't if I don't make it to the blog post about freaking the second coming to Ortego Grill, he said he's just going to do a worse choice based on me. And I said, well, it's quite a great deal of honor. And God bless you, Joyce. I mean, choice. So he's going to write a review about you? Well, or he's going to talk about, I gave him quite a great deal about the restaurant, kind of the things you've been going through, your ambitions as a cook and as a restaurateur. I talked a quite a bit, good deal about Sandy Vargas and Tadia Risher as well. Yeah, I don't know why, why you got to do that. I don't know why you do these things, why you have to talk to people that nobody asks you to talk to. And you do it all the time, and you just kind of dig me a hole. You did it with with trying to, you know, having a lawsuit against me for, for allegedly shoving that boy or whatever you said I freaking did. And now he and sits at the bottom of a very, very deep grave, Doug Jordan. The boy and his yeah, father. That, and that was your freaking fault as well. Actually, whatever fate did freaking befall those two um, was of your freaking doing when you got freaking Marvel Givens involved who should never be involved in any freaking business. Speaking of which, Marvel Givens says there's a great debt owed to him, and I... Yeah, that's great. Of course there is. So I am working on paying that back, and I... I thought you gave him a new towel or something. What? Yeah, wait, wait, is 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 Marvel Given still freaking living with you? No, but he comes to bathe. And I wash no. his feet. I don't know if I am working off what I owe him, but Weegers and Tweegers, last year was not my year. This year will be a great, joyous year. Or maybe it will be a choi- joyous year. Either way. Jeez Louise down on my knees. Enough about Choice Wayland. Enough about Doug Jordan. Enough about me. Tadia Regan Richer, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, God, God bless you. And thank you for the blessing unto you and, and unto me. And, um, and I'm very freaking Um, and my week has been, um, <clears throat> I can't think of the word, but uh, not great. Um, because my mother got in contact with me. Um, she is still hell bent on, uh, 
becoming the sole caretaker of my father and getting that delicious New York State uh, money that yeah. is given to me every couple of weeks to take care of my vegetable father, um, who is in a coma due to my mom leaving in the first place. And uh, my mom called me the other day and uh, told me that she has scheduled a flight back to Rochester, New York, um, where she will try to force her way into our home and take my father from me. Um, luckily, she was delayed on a Southwest flight. Um, so it's going to be about another week or two before she gets in. Um, so I've begun fortifying the friggin' house, waiting for her return, very much uh, in the spirit of Home Alone. Well, God bless you. And if I could ask for some details as to the fortification of that home, perhaps mm -hmm. that you could possibly share. Yes. So um, and I want to be careful what I admit to on the radio because my mother could be listening, although I don't think she listens to the show. So, you know, whatever. Um, so I have a blowtorch on the uh, on the door um, so that when my mom goes to open the door, she will get third degree burns. Um, on her hand and blisters and her hand and skin will melt off. Um, I have acquired several tarantulas, uh, poisonous ones, aggressive ones, ones that are deemed unfit for general sale. I went into a pet store and I said, I need the deadliest thing you got. And so he gave me four tarantulas. Um, so I will be putting them in her bed. Um, I have, uh, set up a gun and tied a string uh, that connects the door, the back door to the trigger. And so when my mom goes to open the sliding glass door in the back, she will be shot. And, and yeah, all this stuff is just kind of set up and ready to go. And yeah, I spent quite a bit of money on the tarantulas and the blowtorch. Um, I had the gun lying around. That was my father's. Um, but I did have to get some ammunition for that. And um, obviously I had to buy the string too. And I'm open for uh, many more friggin' ideas if you guys if you guys have them on ways where I can protect what is rightfully mine, um, which is to say the money that I get for taking care of my comatose father. Yeah, and I'd like to extend that to weakers and tweakers. Of course, you can always call in 513-914-6201. Kind of express maybe how... Tadia could best fortify his home against a middling 50-year-old woman coming to collect. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. God bless you, and thank you for that. Sandy the Sandman Fargus, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you, and how was your week? Um, geez, Louise, a lot of freaking good freaking questions. Um, uh, first of all, freaking is freaking Dickens. Um, quite quite freaking drunk as well. Um, I'm being freaking honest with you. Um, uh, thank you for any freaking blessings that you uh, blessed upon thee, and uh, and a, and a blessing unto you. Um, in re freaking return. And how was your week? Um, yeah. Um, geez, Louise. Um, my week was, geez, um, my week was freaking tumultuous and freaking best. Um, I was one of the customers, um, that was eating at the freaking Ortega grill when choice Wayland was, um, 
not allowed entrance. Uh, and and I finally thought freaking Doug had freaking snapped. He was locking the door and freaking setting the whole place ablaze with all of us inside. Um, so obviously I was drunk at that point, freaking too. I, I caused a little bit of a scene, a little bit of a freaking panic. Um, and I would just like to freaking issue my freaking apologies uh, to freaking Mr. Doug Dorfin. Um, and, um, and, and though I do believe that you were, you showed a, a great deal of freaking cowardice by not allowing the man into uh, your freaking restaurant. Well, is my name Jug Dorfin now? I don't believe I freaking said that. Pretty sure that's what I'm pretty sure I already said. And my apology to Jug Dorfin. Well, if you're going to freaking correct me, I'm going to freaking resend my freaking apology. Um, thank you for your apology. Okay. Well, it, 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 my, it has been freaking rescinded. Um, and don't interrupt me. This is my freaking segment. Um, other than that, um, I'm, 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 I'm making a little bit of freaking headway in a, um, in a project, um, that, that I'm, that I'm very freaking excited to finally be freaking talking about. Um, I was looking around on freaking Facebook, freaking marketplace. Uh, and, 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 and I, you know, this is not a freaking done deal by any freaking means, but, um, I am in freaking contact with a man who goes by the name of freaking Murph, uh, who is potentially going to be selling me a new freaking set of freaking wheels, a new golf cart. What do you mean? Not, no, I'm not, man. I'm not surprised you That's where your freaking mind freaking went. Uh, no, this is, it's not a freaking motorcycle. That was a good idea. I wasn't thinking about a freaking motorcycle. That would have been a good freaking idea. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's um, it's something that I've always freaking wanted um, for the past couple of freaking years anyway. Um, well, I'm, I'm in communication with the man um, in, in regards to freaking purchasing a uh, freaking hot rod. And uh, it's a pretty freaking sweet deal, too. Uh, he's knocked off a couple of grand because um, the thing isn't freaking running yet. Um, so it'll be sort of a freaking fixer-upper. Um, and, and it couldn't come at a better freaking time because I'm not sure whether it be freaking uh, poor craftsmanship or freaking co- uh, poor upkeep or a freaking combination of the freaking two, but... Um, Doug Jordan's freaking truck really isn't freaking making, isn't really freaking working for me anymore. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking into freaking having that thing freaking scrapped as well. Um, though I still have to make a few freaking phone calls. Um, but, uh, Are you looking but, at scrapping but, my, getting my truck scrapped. Well, seeing if I can freaking get anything for it. Um, first of all, you can't get um, anything for it cause it doesn't belong to you. It's my truck. Well, that's that, that's why I, I thought maybe we'd have to freaking scrap it. Um, there's nothing wrong with the trucks in, in perfect condition. There's nothing wrong with the truck. Look, whether it be freaking poor craftsmanship um, on, on the behalf of those who freaking constructed the freaking automobile uh, or freaking poor upkeep on your freaking part, uh, the thing is, the thing has fallen into a freaking state of absolute freaking disrepair. Um, and totally fine. And and if you want to freaking put the put the money into it, bleed bleed yourself freaking dry, and freaking take out a third or fourth freaking mortgage on your freaking business that's freaking failing as it is, um, in order to freaking get that thing back up and running, you know, freaking feel free. Personally, I think you should freaking scrap it. Um, but um, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. It, it's not my freaking vehicle. I guess I shouldn't be um, speaking on a turn. It's yeah, become very unreliable in the. And it's obvious to everybody, every one of us. Yeah. And the thing is, we're telling Doug Jordan to constantly put gas in that thing. It's a gas guzzler. It's expensive. It's not worth it. 
Yeah, yeah. And if you're freaking, and if you're freaking not having that thing freaking gassed up freaking regularly, I mean, you're driving the freaking thing on fumes, which is not good for any of the freaking pipes. Um, and and that's one of them, that's one of the main freaking areas of freaking upkeep that I think that you've been freaking neglecting is the freaking pipes in this thing. I mean, those things have got to be freaking rusted out at this freaking point. The pipes and the sprockets. The pipes and the sprockets. I've noticed yeah. that myself. Yeah. Clinking on those things a little bit, you can hear it. You're running on freaking fumes, Doug. I mean, the thing has been running on freaking fumes for years, it seems like. There's always been gas in my truck, and I've never ran it on fumes. I think it's never really gotten past quarter of a tank because I've always taken care of it. But but a hot rod would be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. The hot rod is uh, very freaking exciting. Um, I'm going to meet up with the guy, freaking Murph, um, tomorrow. We're going to have a few freaking drinks, hopefully take it for a test drive, um, if that if the thing is freaking running at all. So um, I'm going to be freaking making a move on this, um, hopefully hopefully within the next couple of freaking days. I'll have something to freaking show for it. Yeah. Well, well if it's not running, what are you going to do with it? Well, um well, you know, that's something that I think that is between freaking Murph and I, and maybe you um, will freaking stay out of it, but perhaps there's some sort of agreement we can we can reach where, uh, you know, either he'll he'll do most of the fixing up and uh, I'll freaking, uh, you know, lend a freaking helping hand or two, and then when the freaking project is freaking finished, um, I will freaking take the freaking title and it will become my freaking car, and it'll be less of a freaking uh, financial freaking transaction and more of a, uh, more of a, uh, just a, a, a peaceful freaking transfer of freaking honest that yeah a good faith good faith yeah is there any more freaking questions or i feel like i'm on freaking trial over here i just hope it has flames it does have freaking flames that's awesome Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking shakers we got a great freaking show for you full of freaking our week's news and discussions but before we get to that we have one quick segment to get to you now Behind the couch, you crouch to hide, while the unsuspecting guest is ushered inside. For it is their birthday, the 90th one, and you've decided to make it especially fun. Tonight will be in Old Man Kempler's honor, for you know that soon he will be a goner. And you sit there waiting, shuddering with delight, in anticipation of the raucous birthday boy fright. You check your mallet and ready your gong, and wait for old Kepler to drag his bones along. And when the old man lands on his mark, you leap forward with a scream and a series of barks. But when you finish thrashing on that giant cymbal, you see his body spin like a twisted up gimbal. So before you go planning a birthday to do, please consult with our week's guide to Code Blue. So, geez louise, down on my knees, what we're going to be doing here is a little dreamscape, a little round table panel dreamscape scenario where we kind of talk about what to do in the event of a Code Blue, kind of how to identify a Code Blue and how to handle that situation the best. So, any questions? Yeah, what exactly is a code blue? Yeah, I was going to ask what a code blue was. Well, a code blue is an emergency of some sort. It is not good. That that much I know. And it requires fastidiousness and quick thinking. I was under the impression that code blue was a flavor of freaking Mountain Dew. Yeah, the blue one. No, I'm not talking yeah. about Mountain Dew. Actually, I think that's, Mountain Dew that's cold voltage. Blue. I'm t- uh-huh. I'm talking about a 
an emergency. Let's just go on to the scenario. This will all make sense very quickly. The scenario. Mr. Kepler is a 90-year-old male electrician. Although he is alert and oriented to person, place, and time, you suspect that he may be suffering from a code blue. Follow the guide to determine care. So, we have our medical staff in place. Jeez Louise down on my knees. We have freaking Dr. Sanders Fargus. We have assistant freaking Tadia Risher. And we have hospital janitor Doug Jordan. Now, objective number one, recognize the deterioration of the client's condition and apply a team approach to care. Um, so the, the client's condition is that he has a freaking code blue or? Well, client is sitting in bed, a diaphoretic with 0240% via ventry mask. About three minutes into the scenario, the client states that she is not feeling well. She, Mr. Fe- Mr. she feels wait weak. Wait a minute, wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Mr. Mr. Freaking Kepler is a freaking, is a freaking woman? It's a typo. He feels short, he feels weak and short of breath. Assign a response team. Okay. Um, I know I'm not the friggin' doctor here, but what I would suggest to Dr. Friggin' Scherner Vergish is that um, we maybe think about putting uh, Mr. Kepler on a friggin' ventilator. Um, I will go and retrieve the ventilator from the car. You can administer the friggin' treatment, and um, Janitor Doug should probably go, like, start sweeping the kitchen. Uh, oh, wild card, wild card. Mr. Kepler's vitals are improving. Continue. No, let's just get out of here. Kepler begins slipping. Lose a health point. That wasn't such a good idea, Tadia. Maybe wait, you sh- a game. Maybe you should wait for the doctor's orders. All right. Anybody have any other insight on what to do with freaking Mister Kepler? I have no freaking insight on what's freaking happening at all. Well, let's think a little bit about the patient's history. Is Mr. Kempler the freaking bad guy, or is he He's the, the bad guy in this freaking scenario? Are we trying to kill him? Death is the bad guy. No, we're not trying to kill him. He, Jeez Louise, Kempler is a very old man, 90 years old, an electrician. Perhaps he was electrocuted. I don't know. Yeah, probably was. All I know is that he's in a great amount of discomfort, and now he is beginning to slip. Doug Jordan, the janitor, the office dweeb. Any freaking response on your part? Anything you can think of? Yeah, I don't really understand why I'm here. I should probably be back at the hospital clean if I'm the janitor, you know. But was I just catching a ride with you guys to work? And We're in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were at his house. No. Yeah, are we? That- wait a minute. Hold on. Are we? Are, first, all right. Are we at freaking Mr. Kepler's freaking house? No. This is a freaking house call. No, it's not a house call. So if, we, if this is a freaking house call, I got to side with Doug. I don't know why we'd bring the freaking janitor. I guess in case the man freaking soils himself, good to have someone on hand to yeah. clean up the mess. That's a good yeah. point. All right. Objective two, initiate timely and appropriate code blue response. Uh, uh-oh, client arrests. Know your patient's code blue status. Full code versus a DNR versus a limited code? What do you think, Sandy, Tadia, and Doug? Um, 
if I'm if I'm a, if I'm wagering a freaking guess, um, I would guess I would say a freaking DNR. This is a DNR code. No, he wants to live. It's a full code. Lose a health oh. point. Jeez. What's a limited code then? I don't know. I. He's half alive, half dead. He doesn't want to kill himself, so we have to kill him for him. Well, maybe if he, let's say he loses the ability to eat, but he can still think and communicate through blinking. He wants to be alive or he wants to die. I don't know. All right, number two, make sure, and this is a good one for Doug Jordan, make sure suction is set up and functional in your room. Well, I don't have any sort of training. I'm just kind of a janitor. I, you know, I spray, I spray down walls and... I guess I clean up feces and excrement. You wait, wait a minute, and you uh, you spray down freaking walls? Yeah, you know, in the surgeries when the blood splatters everywhere, yes. somebody's got to come in and spray down the walls. Talking about like right. your garage, spraying so, down the walls. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, regardless, um, let's, suction let's setup sure looks good. All right, perfect. Uh-oh, wild card. You notice that Kempler has an obstruction below the dermis directly above the heart. How do you proceed? I, I'm, I'm going to assume there was something wrong with the freaking suction. Because um, you, you were awful freaking quick to to say that everything was going smoothly as far as the suction was concerned. Also, well, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think that you're freaking qualified to handle freaking suction. You're a freaking lowly freaking janitor. But what about the obstruction below the dermis directly above the heart? How do you proceed with that? I guess we're going to, I guess we're going to go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, well, if the suction's not working, someone's going to have to freaking suck it out. Uh Oh, that was his pacemaker. Lose five points. What did we do with it? I don't think sucked it out. You sucked the pacemaker out. That was keeping him alive. Now he's his. Now I gotta clean up the walls. Great, because the blood's frigging everywhere. Objective three: provide effective client care in a code blue situation prior to and after the arrival of the resuscitation team. So, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, before starting cardiopulmonary resuscitation, make sure that the oxygen is functioning. Um, is that, so is that part of the suction? Should we turn the freaking suction system? I mean, this is sucking freaking oxygen out of the freaking room or. That's a good point. That's a good point. Whoever, whose idea was it to turn that suction on, Doug Jordan? It was the janitor. It was the janitor in the freaking room. No, I just said the suction was, was set up properly. I didn't say turn it freaking on. I just said it was functional. Setting it up properly is making sure that it's off, Doug Jordan. Yeah. Jeez Louise. sucking all the air. And this man's pacemaker. He's been sucking all the freaking air out of the room. He's the man's freaking dying here. Step number two: make sure there is an ambu bag close by. Um, yeah, check. I'll go check the storage closet. Yeah. Um. Well, well, why don't you hold off there for one second? Um. I just want to make sure that I tell you, um, uh, janitor, go fetch the freaking ambu bag, stat. Yeah, I was already gonna do that, but I'm glad no, that you told me we don't have time for this. Yeah, we don't have time for this. Yeah, I'm going bag. to get the ambu bag. Thank you. Uh oh, wild card. Mr. Kepler hands you a note for his estranged son. Read it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Stop, everyone. Everyone, stop what you're doing. Let's read this freaking note. My dear boy, I have so many regrets. I do not know where to start. My biggest regret is that your mother is actually your great aunt. I don't regret not telling you because how could I? 
I regret what the affair did to our family, namely your great uncle. Lose a line point. What? Where's that damn ambi bag? Oh, uh, here, uh, here I come. And I actually, I trip a little bit on my way in. I don't slip on this. some. Don't freaking, don't freaking do this. Okay. Yeah. Then I, here's the bag. Uh, here's the ambi bag. Is the ambi bag complete? No, is it? It's empty. You, you idiot! You brought me an empty freaking ambi bag. Well, I'm just the janitor, so I'm only in charge of you know cleaning supplies and things like that. So it is just an empty bag. Somebody, it's somebody else's job to fill it up. Oh, uh oh, Mr. Kepler is failing. Locate the CPR level on the beds. Locate the CPR level lever on the be- on all the bed. What are we doing? There's it's a lever. It's it's over there. All right, yeah, I found it. Jeez, Louise, number four. Know where the code button is in each room. It's over there. It's where it always is. Uh oh, uh oh, wild card. Kepler reaches for a bottle of medication in his pocket. The label is smudged and you cannot read it. Administer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in his pocket. He must need it, I assume. Rat poison. Lose five lifelines. And you see, I should have spotted that. That was my fault. I should have spotted that yeah. rat poison a mile away. I mean, it was smudged. How are you supposed to know? Yeah. Jeez Louise. We are losing him, fellas. Number five and last step. Know where the crash cart is located on your unit. Janitor, where's the... What? You were playing with the freaking crash cart again. Where? What have you done with it? Well, it depends. I mean, which floor is this that we're on again? Why are you what, Why are you asking? It's the floor that we always... It's the freaking main floor, janitor. Well, there's, different, there's several sections to the hospital, and this happens to be the emergency, but on the third floor, the crash cart is, you know, down the hall, and on the first floor, the crash cart's right next to the room. He knows where all the crash carts is in every single wing of the hospital, but he doesn't know where the friggin' ambi juice for the ambi bag is. And he doesn't know what floor he's on. Yeah. He's all on a long day. Yeah, well... Yeah. Just not a great freaking hire. Yeah, forget the crash cart. Objective four, demonstrate clear, effective communication techniques to help team members. I feel like we've already failed. I feel like I feel like everything that I'm hearing from the freaking janitor is either uh, a freaking lie or a or 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 not necessary or unnecessary. Well, it looks like the last step that we have to do is. Give him a shock with the freaking. Give him the shock with the paddles. Yeah, I've been. I, I believe I freaking suggested that a long time ago. I said this man needs a freaking shock. We have a freaking electrocuted freaking victim. We gotta freaking shock this bastard back to freaking life. Editor, go get the shock paddles. I'm not allowed to touch that. That's yeah. And, and don't freaking use them on yourself again, you freaking pervert. Pervert. And. You administer the shock, Kepler's heart explodes, he expires. So, so we did. This was Killed my him. fault. What did we learn? We learned what not to do in this scenario. And by doing that, we learned the opposite, taking the opposite approach to what we did is the only way to save this man. Keep Doug Jordan out of the room. Yeah. 
I mean, I shouldn't have been in there in the first place. I'm just the janitor. I should have. Yeah, no, we freaking agree with you. Everybody yeah, freaking, no, was, everybody freaking agrees with you. Well, from the start is what we were thinking. You had no, you had no freaking place in that room yeah. at all. Yeah, the first thing you should do, and Sandy tried to do it, was clear the floor of all unnecessary personnel. But yeah. it was futile. Now, there was a bit of a twist to this, which I saved to the end. It's that Mr. Kempler was there. It was a suicide attempt. So he was basically ticking time bomb. Um, so we did it. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been the rat poison. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, former Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro was hospitalized in Orlando, Florida, following a bout of, quote, abdominal pain, according to Reuters. News of Bolsonaro's illness came a day after some of his hardcore supporters stormed the capital city of Brasilia. Bolsonaro has been hospitalized many times in recent years to a gut blockage after being stabbed while campaigning for the presidency in 2018. He traveled to the United States two days before Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva took the office of president. Sandy the Zaman Fargus, help weakers and tweakers kind of understand uh, what's going on with Mr. Bolsonaro. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, first things first, I just want to freaking say this. Bolsonaro is freaking back. Uh, he is freaking back, and he is freaking better than ever. Um, Bolsonaro has become somewhat of a freaking friend of the freaking show. It's always a freaking uh, freaking uh, a, a treat when he pops up in a freaking story, uh, and it's always it always feels like checking in with an old freaking friend. Um, with that being said, freaking Bolsonaro is a absolutely freaking hilarious freaking president um, who's um, yep, you freaking guessed it, freaking Bolsonaro's freaking swing lows, freaking freaking chariot um, out of his freaking trousers. And yeah. is that perhaps? Contributing to his guttural pain? I, I um, look. I'm I'm not a freaking doctor, and we freaking know that from the last freaking segment. Uh, but but it's I mean it's freaking possible he does have a freaking code blue in his freaking trousers, and that's affecting his freaking abdominal freaking um, uh, abdominus. Yeah, I can't I can't diagnose him at either, but I can say as someone who has been stabbed in the freaking gut before. Um, to friggin' buckle up, Bolsonaro, because this is where the fun friggin' begins. Because after you get stabbed in the stomach, they give you a cane, and you get to walk with that for the rest of your life. It's friggin' awesome. Yeah. Now, is it possible that Bolsonaro's Bolsonaro's got twisted? And I've heard stories about this. A lot of bicyclists they end up getting them twisted when they're on those on those seats. And they're mo- and they're moving their thighs up and down, and those. Th- why do they make those seats so small? They slip up right up your rear freaking end, and get lodged between your crotch and the front, and you hit a bump. Next thing you know, one ball flops over the next. The lines get crossed, and it's like a game of telephone. You don't know which one's going where. Um, I tell you, it's it's freaking more than possible, and that's what happened to freaking balls and arrow. I think it is what we. I think I think. And then go freaking balls and arrow, get his freaking balls and arrows twisted. Now, would you riding su- a bicycle? Would you suggest perhaps using the 
breaking out the shock paddles and charging them up, giving those balls and arrows a zap to have them switch back around? I'm no freaking doctor, but I'd definitely be willing to give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. Last week, top chefs suggested that people eat their Christmas trees for the added vitamin C benefit rather than throwing them away, according to the Napa Valley Register. Three-star Michelin chef Rene Redizepi explained that he has been using pine needles at his restaurant Noma in Copenhagen for the past 20 years. According to Redizepi, people can basically eat the entire tree as long as it's organic. Quote, I think of it as rosemary. You can use it in just about anything. Other chefs have said that as well. Now this is the same. This is the same freaking thing that they tried freaking pulling a couple of years back when everybody said uh, we're we're done freaking we're done putting freaking Christmas tree and freaking Santa Claus on our freaking Starbucks freaking cup. Uh, is this is this is the freaking war on against freaking Christmas? Yeah. And 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 please don't freaking interrupt me. Uh, this is the war on freaking. This is a war against freaking Christmas where they're saying we can't. We have to freaking say freaking happy freaking holidays instead of freaking merry freaking Christmas now. Uh, or we we have to freaking talk about the freaking menorah and the freaking dreidel rather than freaking talking about jolly old fat freaking Saint Nick and creeping down your freaking chimney, playing with him, eating your freaking milk and cookies, and playing with your toys, playing with himself. Yeah. Now, with his freaking toy, I know I can know one. I can think of one freaking toy that he's very freaking fond of. I'm sure it's made out of wood. It's just freaking. I can imagine. I bet his Dangly Johnson looks like freaking Geppetto's son's leg, or his freaking nose. Pinocchio, and it just yeah. Why don't you just call him Pinocchio? I couldn't think of it. I'm thinking Chipotle's very quickly. son was the first thing that you thought of. The name of the movie in the book, I think, is called Pinocchio. Not the new movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the new movie is called Geppetto. It's a freaking origin story. It's a freaking Geppetto freaking origin story. Turns out Geppetto was a puppet himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came from a long line of puppets playing with themselves. Man, he crafted Pinocchio the wrong. It wasn't supposed to be his freaking nose that freaking grows. I'll tell you that freaking much. It must be his little freaking wooden Johnson. Yeah. He cast the wrong spell, Doug Jordan. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. He was also a freaking. You should see this freaking movie. But he's also a freaking wizard. Geppetto's a freaking wizard in this freaking film. He's an evil freaking wizard. A lot of creative liberties in this film, Doug. Yeah. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Last week, Mel Gibson made headlines after news of pre production shooting schedule for Passion of the Christ Resurrection spread, according to Buzz Leaks. Media reports claim that the production will start in late spring 2023. Actor Jim Caviezel has been rumored to return in the role of Jesus. The sequel to Gibson's 24 mega hit, quote, The Passion of the Christ, has been reportedly in development for around 10 years now. The original film grossed $612 million on its $30 million budget, making it one of the most successful successful independent films of all time. Gibson and Braveheart screenwriter Randall Wallace have been working on the screenplay for the feature. Resurrection would focus on the 24 hours encompassing Jesus's passion and the events that occurred three days between his crucifixion and resurrection. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Now, what kind of things? I mean, generally in a sequel, they kind of amp things up a little bit. 
If you think of Die Hard, first Die Hard took place in the building, second one took place in an airport, third one took place in freaking New York City. They just keep building it up. How are they going to make this one bigger, badder than the first one? Uh, well, I, I tell you the freaking first thing that I think needs to happen. Uh, they need to freaking get freaking Jim Caviezel, um, into the freaking gym and he needs to start freaking bulking up freaking pounds because his freaking physique in passing to the Christ freaking one, um, is freaking, freaking absolutely freaking deplorable. Uh, he is a, he is freaking skinny and freaking miserly. And when you, when you, when it, when, when you think freaking sequel, you think freaking bigger, badder, uh, so I'm I'm thinking that freaking Caviezel needs to freaking really freaking pump that freaking iron if he's going to come back uh, freaking bigger and freaking better than freaking ever. That's a good point. That's a good point. And and also it's nearly twenty years since the film was made. And did is Jesus going to look the same or is he going to look much older? Doug Jordan, the one who is aging the fastest, please. Well, I mean, it's been, what, you know, 20 years? So it, if it's the same guy playing Jesus, then he's going to freaking look older. Fascinating. Jeez Louise, down to my knees. Now, I am not as familiar with the New Testament as I am with the Old. I'm not exactly sure what happens after Jesus pushes that great rock away and... Leaps forth from the cave. He takes his vengeance out on all the Romans. Is that what made him die off? No, he he exited the cave. He killed all the Romans, burned the city to the ground, and then he went up to heaven. Yeah, because the freaking the Romans are the freaking bad guys in the freaking first one. Yeah, I was under- just sort of. Sort of like the Empire freaking strike back, um, which is uh, Star Wars t- uh, two, um, is uh, basically when they freaking kill freaking Han Solo um, by freezing uh, by freaking freezing his brain. Um, in the in the third one, it's when he freaking come, rises from the freaking grave and yeah, you freaking guessed it, freaking kills Darth Maul. Yeah. Last week, the Satanic Temple announced that they will be dedicating the largest Satanic gathering in history to Democratic Boston Mayor Michelle Wu, according to Fox News. The announcement came after the religious group was blocked from delivering a Satanic invocation at the Boston City Hall. SatanCon 2023 will take place in downtown Boston April 28th through 30th. Registered guests are required to wear masks and show proof of COVID-19 vaccination, according to the organization. Quote, attendees must wear an N95, KN95, or disposable surgical mask. Gators, bandanas, and cloth masks will not be allowed, the temple said on its site. The theme of the gathering in celebration of the Satanic Temple's 10-year anniversary is Hanachi Haxenachi in Boston, German for Witches' Night, which marks the ancient pagan holiday of May Eve. So... Cheese Louise down on my knees. Sandy the Sandman Farkas thoughts, please. Um Jeez Louise. A lot of a lot of freaking thoughts. Um a lot of freaking thoughts. Uh I'm going through my freaking head right here. Um not um 
And it sounds a little freaking. Um, I, it sounds a little freaking, uh, a little freaking uh, spooky to me. If I'm being honest with you, mm. a little too spooky for my freaking taste. Yeah, yeah. If you're asking if I will be freaking in attendance, frankly, I don't think so. Um, I think this is one event that I might skip. Yeah, this one does not sound good to me. I'll freaking pass on this one. Although, I, I wonder if they would accept me wearing a masquerade mask or like a a long beaked, geez Louise down to my knees, bubonic plague doctor mask. Yeah, we don't really care. That's kind of what I would want to be wearing. I want to wear that big top hat, circled sunglasses with the coverings around it. Go around casting spells, maybe carry a staff with a crystal ball. Doug Jordan, how would you dress for this occasion? Yeah, probably like a t-shirt and jeans situation. Are we? Yeah, are you looking at? Or what are you? What the heck are you freaking talking about? T-shirt and jeans, Doug. You'd be freaking run out of this freaking place. You need to. You need to freaking don't don't do not interrupt me. You need to freaking walk into this place in a freaking long black freaking cloak, freaking freaking and a freaking eye patch over your freaking eye, carrying a freaking scepter, along with a long beaked freaking mask, feathers everywhere. Maybe a cod piece. What? What? A freaking chainmail. A freaking chainmail freaking shirt and a chainmail freaking loincloth. If I'm being freaking quite freaking honest with you, freaking exposing your freaking, well, exposing your freaking, your freaking through the freaking chainmail. Mm. I mean, why can't I just look like a normal guy? A chastity belt with a big old, with a big freaking lock and freaking paddle. I'd like to see you wearing all that, but with a squirrel's tail coming out of your rear freaking end. Yeah. Yeah. Last week, Torchy's Tacos brought back the Midnight Cowboy Taco just in time for January 2023, according to Chewboom.com. The Midnight Cowboy is stuffed full with seasoned ground beef, potatoes, pickled onion, sour cream, jack cheese, cilantro, and Diablo sauce on a crispy corn tortilla inside of a flour tortilla. Found only at participating locations chain-wide through January 31st, 2023, the Midnight Cowboy will only be available for a limited time. Portions of the proceeds from all Taco of the Month sales go to Torchy's Charitable Partners. So, Doug Jordan, yeah, take it to the sports desk. I, okay, I've never. I, this is the first time I've ever heard of uh, Torchy's Introduce tacos. The segment. Introduce the segment, please. Uh, my name's uh, Doug Jordan, Mike Doug Jordan, to be exact, and uh, this is the this is the sports desk. There's a restaurant called Torchy's. Uh, seems like it's from the south. They have locations, you know, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Florida, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana. Missouri, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, and Virginia. So, Midwest, South. You said North Carolina. That wouldn't that be in the North? Well, it's it's on top of the other Carolina. So that isn't that on the isn't that on the freaking East? I said Midwest to South. I think it's you know. So Midwest, East, and South sounds like. Jesus, Doug. Sounds like this freaking restaurant is everywhere. Yeah. 
It's in a lot of places. The, all the places that I've listed. Just interesting is all I'm going to say. Why do I have to have heard of it? I'm, I, I'm from Rochester, New York. Well, you'd think the friggin' anchor of the sports desk would know something about food. Yeah, who's a freaking restaurateur himself? Who freaking dabbles in freaking midnight cowboy freaking tacos? You don't uh, have to uh, think about that. That's a rhetorical question. Doug Jordan, what do you think of the taco? It sounds like a pretty good taco. Now, my question for the sports desk is this. If you've ever seen the Midnight Cowboy movie and you think about what that movie would taste like about a young gigolo on the streets of Manhattan and a crippled little diminutive man of unknown ethnicity working together as the gigolo and the pimp. And then you think of this scene at the end with Bob Balaban where he pays John Voight, the gigolo to perform an act that one would not normally pay for. In fact, quite the opposite. One would generally pay for that act to be done upon thee. And knowing what I have just told you now, what do you think the Midnight Cowboy Taco should taste like? Are you asking me or are you asking the room? I'm asking the sports desk. Well, every time everybody talks during the sports desk, so I think that's open to everybody. The floor is yours. It sounds like it should uh, be uh, have... Full seasoned ground beef, potatoes, pickled onions, sour cream, jack cheese, cilantro, and Diablo sauce on a crispy corn tortilla inside of a flour tortilla. Emphasis on the freaking sour cream. And the pickle. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Well, geez, Louise. Um, I was thinking that the more we were freaking talking about this freaking uh, Satan freaking party, it actually started to sound like it might be freaking kind of freaking interesting. And I feel like the women at these sort of events are... Busty. Yeah, and I like a woman in a busty bustier, if you know what I mean, Doug Jordan. Yeah, and I couldn't, and I couldn't, and personally, I freaking couldn't agree freaking more. A freaking busty bustier would be freaking absolutely freaking, absolutely freaking fantastic. Yeah, they've all got squirrels' tails coming out of their rear freaking ends. Yeah, I think it's time maybe gas up the freaking truck, take the old freaking four wheels on its last road trip, Doug, before sailing it off into the freaking cold dark night. There's gas in my truck and it's perfectly fine. For now. This has been a production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester.